What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello, and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your planet's wildlife. Mmm, stealing all my cephalopods. Mm-hmm, Just every last one. Absconded so with all my squids. An intergalactic Noah. Yeah, uh, but you also bring the flood, which seems really. I do bring the flood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a one-stop shop. It's like if Noah built the ark, but then also left the garden hose running for <laughs> mm-hmm. entirely too long. <laughs> ah, shit! I should have turned. Well, hmm. what yeah. am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I've already built the boat, so yeah, you know, it's fine. Uh, this week I am, uh, the whiniest little shit. Mm, do you want to say your name? Oh, Luke Patrick, the whiniest <laughs> little shit. Sorry, I thought you meant the character's name. Uh, nope, I, I meant yours. Yeah, sorry, I am Luke Patrick, I'm the other dumb idiot. Again, just the whiniest little kid. Oh, whiny, whiny little shit. Big, uh, big thin blue line energy comes yeah. from this kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, a quick thing, folks. You may notice that there's a little bit of an echo on my end. Uh, I got new floors, and they're hard, and they used to be soft. They're, so, they're hard. Hard floors. Um, so, we're going to... We're figuring something out over here, but until then, deal with it. Um, Luke, <laughs> we did, uh, of course, watch uh, 2008's The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah. How uh, was your watch? Uh, fine. I didn't get to do it last night as planned. Because mm-hmm. uh, we went out to eat and didn't get back in time. Ooh, where'd you go? Uh, Local Luna. Oh, classic. Fabulous little like cozy spot. Nice corner mm-hmm. booth kind of situation. Uh, oh, yeah. I got bison meatloaf. I didn't know they had that. Yeah, they got bison meatloaf down there. Mm. Uh, which was fantastic. So excellent. Yeah, but didn't get back until like eight, which is bedtime. So yeah, uh, didn't get to watch the movie. So I watched this movie starting at eight this morning. Uh, okay, and it is now ten o'clock as of recording. Mm-hmm. So I am I am fresh off the take, baby. Yeah, yeah. All right. How was uh, uh, how was your watch? Standard. Uh, I finished the movie around 8.45 last night, and then I immediately went to bed. Yeah, yeah, as you should. 8.45 yeah. is definitively bedtime. Oh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, watch was pretty standard. Uh, Luke, do you want to break down the plot? Yeah, we are banging through. It's, folks, oh. no 20 minutes of us talking about random yeah. bullshit this week. I'm ready to talk about this because I took a lot of notes nice i got zero notes so let's do this uh yeah i forgot to grab my notebook and was too lazy to grab it so i got i got a final quote rattling around in this old brain of mine Mm -hmm. and that's about all i got other than uh i got a few notes in my head so okay um, okay anyway the plot the day the earth stood still aliens have invaded earth a uh, giant sphere lands in Central Park. Uh, giant alien sphere, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, of course, the military convenes on the location. Yeah, and yeah. the cops. Which, what? Anyway, we'll talk about it. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and then a being emerges from the sphere. Everybody freaks out. Uh, they're yelling ceasefire, but somebody does plug the being. Mm-hmm. Um. They take the being, being, they take the bean, uh, mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves, the bean, they take the bean to a secret, uh, black site. Um, and they, well, the bean transforms into a human bean, mm-hmm. a human being played by Keanu Reeves. Yes. And, oh, sorry. Before all of this, uh, as soon as the sphere lands, they just like kidnap a bunch of scientists uh-huh, yeah. And bring him to the site, uh, including a geologist, which... What are you doing there, bud? 
A geologist and a civil engineer. And a civil... Yeah, I don't... I can't tell you anything about aliens, but this is Central Park. It's pretty well planned. It's pretty well planned. Uh, the streets are in bad shape, though. Yeah, the sewer I, lines look a little hinky to me. You gotta, you gotta do something about that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the human being emerges. Uh, it's Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves does some some alien stuff and manages to escape. Goes to Penn Station where he eats a tuna salad sandwich. From a vending From machine. From a vending mas- machine at Penn Station. So I want to talk about that. <laughs> um, anyway, and then there's... Uh, I can't remember her name to save the life of me. Um, Dr. Henson, something like that? Uh, our, our main character? Our main character is an astrobiologist. Yeah, Helen. Helen. We'll just call her like Helen. By, G- by Jennifer Connolly. Helen Benson, I think is her name. Helen, Dr. Helen Benson. Dr. Helen Benson. So Dr. Helen Benson gets a call from the cops uh, at Penn Station. And they're like, we got your patient here. And she's like, I'm not that kind of doctor. And they're like, he says he has your meds. Which I love this attitude of like, mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of doctor. What do I, what do I know, lady? I don't know anything. You got doctor in your name? Get down here. Yeah, I'm just some fucking Port Authority cop. Yeah. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. So she goes down to Penn Station uh, and collects him, and then they're on the run from the military, the FBI, the cops, everybody throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they're trying to convince Keanu not to obliterate the planet, which the aliens... Well, they don't want to obliterate the planet. The aliens want to remove humans because humans are killing the Earth. Yes. And through climate change. And the aliens have decided that Earth is too valuable. There's only so many planets in the cosmos that can support intelligent and complex life. Humans are destroying that life, so they need to go. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know? It, it, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's not totally wrong on that one. Um, anyway, they do manage to show him another side of human life. Uh, and in the movie, it kind of ends with them back in Central Park where uh, Keanu decides to, like, sacrifice himself. There's, like, a huge metallic swarm, silicon-based life form bug swarm. Yeah. That like rips through the world and everywhere it goes, it eats metal. So it's like destroying all the metal structures. Well, it eats and everything. It eats, ev- yeah. It's kind of weird because it looks like it eats everything. Um, it, well, yeah. So like it in, eats like inorganic matter, maybe. And then also people. And then also people. So it's. But a, not trees or plants or anything. No, it's really targeted. I mean, alien tech, right? Yeah. Uh, they they just beat booped in humans. Uh, what else should we do? Uh, metal structures, glass. Yeah. You know what? Fuck yeah. it. Just inorganic material. Yeah. Leave diamond. Them, diamond. Leave them rocks alone, though. Yeah. Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> All metals or uh, minerals are fine except for diamonds. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to make sure that the uh, well, the Musk family was emeralds wasn't it yeah so never i feel mind. like they, i feel like they would hit emeralds though they probably hit emeralds hit the musk family where they live uh anyway he sacrifices himself and the aliens call it off and they leave yep yeah oh there's a kid oh yeah there's a kid so uh, played by jaden smith jaden smith helen has a stepson mm-hmm. whose father passed away uh and now they have kind of a contentious relationship and we're going to talk about this little child. Yes, we will. Uh, that's the plot. Um, what do you think? This movie is weirdly terrestrial. Mm, okay. It's very earthbound. Well, Earth is in the title. Earth is in the title. It's a good point. I was just hoping for a little bit more aliens, if I was honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little more alien would be good. Yeah, Sam. Before I dig into my actual review, what uh, what did you think of this movie? This movie is infuriating. Yeah, it is kind of a bit, isn't it? Um, so infuriating. Having said that, I loved it. I did have a good time. Yeah, it's uh, it is a good time, and I had a lot of fun. I would even recommend it. 
but it did make me angry the whole time. Yeah. Now, I, I think we probably probably have landed on the same reasons for why this movie made me pretty mad. This was a standing mm-hmm. watch, by the way. I believe it. Yeah, I forgot to mention that in my watch report, but it was a, it was a dad-style standing, like, maybe six feet away from the TV, hand on chin. Jesus Christ. Uh, sort of watching this like I had to go, like, I don't know, build a porch or something. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, I, no, no, I'll move on. I'm just, yeah, this is, yeah. let me watch a little bit of this and then I'll go build that porch. A faux transient watch. A faux transient watch. Yeah. Not an active participant watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's, let's break apart. What, uh, what made you so mad in this movie? Okay. So, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Smith's character is the worst. Oh, but he's also insufferable. D- just terrible. But that's actually not the thing that made me the angriest. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, at the beginning of the movie, uh, he's playing World of Warcraft, and um, he dies when his mom gives him a kiss. Yeah. And and I just gotta say, if you... Uh, sorry, I hit the space bar, and it stopped the recording. But, but I, I have restarted it. It is fine. Um, yeah, uh, so that's going to be interesting for you. Um, so, uh, so if you die in World of Warcraft fighting the Naga because someone gave you a kiss, you're very bad at this game. You're very bad at World of Warcraft. Um, Yeah. Because, because it does just auto fight. Yeah, Um, you click a, I mean, you could AFK and as long as you've pressed one. Mm-hmm. At any point, and are decently well equipped, and not in some uh, sort of like over leveled area. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, so very curious as to what this little shit was doing. But no, um, what made me the angriest was that, like, everything about how the government was handling this made zero sense. Yeah, because first of all. We have the person in charge of everything. The person who is, quote, the eyes and ears of the president is the secretary of defense. Yeah, aren't there like five people ahead of her? Yeah. 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 Uh, But the other bizarre thing is like, why wouldn't it just be the fucking president? Because the president, Sam, is hiding in a bunker in his little hidey hole. I mean, I do understand that the president is George W. Bush, and that is exactly <laughs> what he would do. But still, like, it's so weird that they're just like, yeah, put the put the secretary of defense in charge. You know who needs this? You know who really needs this today? Uh, she needs a win. She's getting divorced. Mm-hmm. She's, she just lost a dog, uh, a I family, just, a treasured family pet. She needs a win today. I just can't think of anyone less well-equipped to deal with a scientific and diplomatic emergency. Mm -hmm. This is not a military emergency. No. This is, you want, like, your secretary of state. Mm -hmm. They they do talk good. Yeah, they do the the words real good. Yeah, they're like, you're diplomat. Yeah. And also, the third person in line. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, fuck, man, just like, Secretary of Education, even, I think mm-hmm. would be a better call than the Secretary of Defense. Because you got to consider that the Secretary of Defense has one tool, and that is shooting, blowing up, whatever. Yeah. And so when the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem's going to look like it needs to be blown up. Yeah. That's how that saying goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, and it's infuriating because repeatedly throughout this movie, someone, usually a scientist, says, mm-hmm. we should consider X. And the military goes, well, I'm going to blow it up. Yeah, and they're like, maybe you shouldn't. They seem very advanced. And they're yeah. like, yeah, but we are going to we are gonna bomb it, though. We are going to bomb it. Uh, again, hear you on the advanced thing. Understand that this... Alien civilization has traversed light years to get here, which mm-hmm. is unfathomable to modern physics. Sure. Um, but I am going to shoot a Sidewinder missile at it. We have them. 
we have Sidewinder missiles. So Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned the Sidewinder. Oh God, missile. is it gonna be missile missile uh, mountain with Sam today? <laughs> A little. <laughs> so okay. He, there are two things about that scene that are just like inexplicably wrong because mm-hmm. it takes a three-second Google search to find yeah. out that Predator drones are powered by propellers and not jets. There's no reason to get that wrong. The other is that a Sidewinder missile is an air-to-air missile. Uh. Why wouldn't you just... The other... Here's the thing. is like, sure, it's a cool name, but the air-to-ground missile that the actual Predator drone uses has a much cooler name. It's a Hellfire missile. Okay, that is that's some like total war Warhammer shit. That's yeah. legit. Why the fuck wouldn't you just say like, oh, we're gonna fucking use a Hellfire missile on it? That sounds so cool. Yeah. And it would be right. <laughs> why why would you just get it wrong on purpose? Hey, when you're cracking together a reboot of a nineteen fifties B movie <laughs> uh starring Jaden Smith, you don't have time. To sort of Wikipedia things, man. The cocaine only lasts so I long. I didn't even have to Wikipedia it. Well, I literally didn't. just searched Predator Drone and uh, saw okay. a photo where it said, where it had a propeller on it. And then I searched Sidewinder Missile and a thing popped up and said, it's an air-to-air missile. Yeah. Well, just, it, where were you in 2008 when they were making this movie? Um, High school. Yeah, if only they'd rung up Sam Siegel in high school yeah. and said, what do you think it's, about a Sidewinder missile being used for a ground target? Uh, it's like, <laughs> did you Google it? That would be my first question. Did you Google it? Did you and Quora they, it? Or, yeah. Uh, what was the old thing? I used to do these. Ask where, Jeeves? No, where you could like, it was pre-Google, or like, it wasn't pre-Google, but you could like text someone. Cha-cha. You could text cha-cha. people questions. Yeah, did you cha-cha it? I did. Uh, I did used to work for Cha Cha. Did you? I don't think I recall this. I only did it for like maybe a couple weeks. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, it was like it paid beans. It was like cents on the dollar per answer. Mm-hmm. But the whole job, because this is back in the Razor flip phone days, uh, before you had uh, you had a browser, but it was really shitty mm-hmm. um, and took forever. And so you could text, for those who don't remember this, who are too young to remember this, why are you listening to this podcast? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you could text questions, and then some Yahoo like me would Google the question and then send back an answer. And Sam, a lot of people wanted to know if they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. How many were? Quite a lot of them. Oh, no. Or they had questions like, can I get pregnant from X? Really specific sexual situation. <laughs> and you have to be like, yeah, or <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a lot of what I did at Cha Cha. Okay, so so that's that's one thing that, that made me mad. But the other is, why in fuck's name mm-hmm. would your first contact protocol involve the NYPD or yes. any cop? Any cop at all. Why would you get... The entire NYPD, who are screaming at the site of first contact, who has jurisdiction here? Which is a great question. It's just like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. We don't need cops at this situation. We definitely don't need any guns. No. Because here's the thing, folks. If if aliens exist, and yeah. if they come to our plane, yeah. we don't want to pull guns on them. No. Can you imagine the stupidity of, again, someone traveling light years to get here? Mm-hmm. And then you pointing, what's a, like a standard issue military? A Glock. A Glock? Oh, a, a mili- uh, see, I thought you were talking police. Military, they'd be like an M4. So you pull out a bunch of M4s and point them at them. Mm-hmm. These people are going to wipe the floor with you. Yeah, they have energy weapons, guys. Yeah, they're they- not only that, they might take out the human race. Yeah, like, maybe chill. Maybe yeah. bring him, like, some flowers or something. Yeah, instead, let's get the NYPD out here. Yeah. It was you know, probably a cop that shot Keanu Reeves, to be honest. I 
I can give you the answer to it, but you're not going to like it. Okay. It was not a cop that shot Keanu Reeves. Is this based on the bullet that they pulled yeah, out of Keanu Reeves? Welcome to Gun Corner with Sam. <laughs> sorry because i really did think i was like i bet it was a fucking cop because you know the nypd will take any any cop really will take any opportunity to discharge their weapon mm-hmm. um but no it was a higher caliber round so it was one of the military people which doesn't make a whole lot of sense yeah you th- they, i mean because they're trained. training yeah yeah if your xo is screaming cease fire or does not say open fire, yeah. you're not really going to do anything. You know, no. you're trained, unlike a cop who basically filled out a crossword puzzle, but like an easy one, <laughs> and was handed a gun and a badge and said, do what you want, man. Yeah, welcome to the union. Um, <laughs> oof. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, and then to back you up a little bit, the res- this weird response to the fact that aliens exist. So they try shooting things and blowing things up. Yeah, it doesn't work. It does at, not work at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then throughout the rest of the movie, they continue to act like they have any agency or power in the situation. Yes, my my favorite is uh, the big robot uh, Squirt. Okay, um, Squirt the big robot, the big defense yeah. robot that comes out of the sphere. Um. Their plan after, like, blasting it and stuff, when that doesn't work, is, let's put them in a metal box. Let's just get a big old metal box. Which, <laughs> here's the thing I was thinking about. So, it's like three panels. Mm-hmm. They put them in a big triangle uh, around the robot, around Squirt. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, auto-seals the sides. Why? Who developed this yeah why is this a, a thing that exists in the united states military where they're like we never know yeah when when we're gonna need to fully encase a two to three story roughly humanoid shaped object yeah uh in like feet of steel that is locks. this is this anti-kaiju technology but it's not big enough for kaiju. It isn't. It's a really specific skinny, three-story tall kaiju. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's if they ever need to encase the jolly green giant. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I sorry. Uh, welcome to the Senate Review Board. I'm just looking through our budget here. And uh, why did we spend $35 million uh, developing the giant green giant box? Yeah, uh, I'm noticing a lot of also, like, anti, like, sweet pea weaponry. Yeah. Are you are you expecting a threat from the Jolly the Green Jolly Giant? The Jolly Green Giant. Uh, yeah, just wanted to flag that. Uh, yeah, what's, uh, what's going on there? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh, throughout the movie, they do continue to act this way. Um, and it's it's pretty infuriating, for sure. Yeah, and then, like, I, I, like they keep doing it. They just keep, like, they just keep doing this weird shit, and it's just like, wh- why? And then, I... Yeah? Like, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, final thing, we're like... She, uh, Dr. Helen Benson convinces Kathy Bates, the Secretary of Defense, yeah. like, give me a chance. And Which, then the president. Hang on, really quick. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't you? Someone says, I've had extended contact with the alien. He seems to trust me. Mm-hmm. I can talk to him and maybe convince him. And you have no other recourse at this point in the movie. Yeah, your military, I believe, has been completely wiped out at this point. Yeah, why wouldn't you do this? Mm-hmm. It is bizarre. And then she's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then President George W. Bush rings her up and yeah. finally decides to take action. For the first time <laughs> in this movie, George W. Bush goes, you know what? Bomb the fucking place. Just yeah. bump. You know how shooting it has never worked and, in fact, makes Squirt bigger mm-hmm. and more dangerous? Let's try bombing it, though. Yeah. 
And so she shows up, and then, yeah, he bombs it, and it does fuck all. Yeah, it just takes out, like, a lot of Central Park. Yeah, and kills John Hamm. Oh, I forgot that we... I In my head, because Keanu Reeves can kind of bring people back from the dead if they're, like, recently deceased, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, freshly dead. Like he does with Officer Dipshit. Officer Dipshit that he crushes with a car and he brings him back to <laughs> so life. He never should have brought him back to life. Yeah. Uh, so he... John Hamm, who's in this movie, is a scientist. Thank you for being here, John Hamm. Always mm-hmm. good to see you. Um, Don Draper is in the SUV that gets, like, tumbled over by the explosion. And he does die. And in my head, I thought, oh, Keanu Reeves will just bring him back. Uh, he doesn't no time for that yeah none at all I guess to take two seconds to rub some Vicks vapor rub in his mouth (laughs) which is sort of how he brings back the cop (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Sam I want to talk about product placement in this movie oh okay good you mean um where did I write it down LG and Citizen what is Citizen? Is that the watch? That's the watch. Okay, because that's my favorite part. So, my well, my favorite part is when Kennedy says they're like driving around and they're on the run. And he's like, pull in here. This is the location. She goes, McDonald's? And there's the <laughs> huge golden arches in the like windscreen. And then we straight up just do a whole scene at a McDonald's. Yes. So, because he meets another alien that's been living among humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't remember his name legendary actor great dude was in everything everywhere all at once Mm -hmm. um so forgive me for not remembering his name but anyway meets up with him and he's like i've been living with these people for 70 years and they're destructive but also check out this big mac that i got (laughs) um i also got the large fries uh you should check out their mcnuggets have you seen the dollar menu one dollar one dollar folks uh so they straight up do an alien meeting at a mcdonald's mm-hmm. but the best scene is the one you're talking about where she hands dr helen benson back her phone it lights up and says lg mm-hmm. and then she immediately looks at her watch which is also <laughs> branded it's just she just said watch and it's just like <laughs> this is so awkward this is like uh in uh haunted mansion I don't know mm-hmm. if I already talked about this on the podcast. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you talked about McCormick. Yeah, I did, but it's straight up the jalapeno poppers from Burger <laughs> King. Just like, but almost more egregious because it's like, dude, we're not stupid. No. And also, does it, Sam, do you want to buy a Citizen Watch right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've previously said on this show that, like, advertising doesn't work. No. Because, again, I, I've purchased uh, it recently Urban Stems, MeUndies, and a third thing. And all I've gotten is ads for those things. Yeah. Which I don't need because I already bought them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, the Urban Stems I got were shit. What is that? It's a flower delivery service. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, bought, uh, I bought my wife some flowers for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and got a, a nice, uh, bouquet and, uh, and showed up and, uh, they were kind of squished and they lasted three days. Oh, damn. Fuck you, urban stems. Fuck you, urban stems. Uh, also fuck you, McDonald's. Here's why. Okay. Yeah. I'm previously a huge fan of McDonald's. Uh, not like Disney level. Like I don't visit McDonald's and go, hooray, I'm at McDonald's. <laughs> that would be, I, I would have you committed. If you should. You did that. Yeah, but there's there's a series of McDonald's in the Denver airport flying in and out of DIA all the time. You need a quick bite, two cheeseburgers, a big coffee. It's like three bucks. Mm-hmm. Great deal. Gets you in the air feeling pretty good. Uh, Does it? Two cheeseburgers and a coffee sounds like it will wreck your system. Oh, they're really small. Well, it's funny you mention that because turns out they do wreck my system because mm-hmm. I have celiac. So the problem right. is that um, I can't eat at McDonald's anymore. And I looked up, surely McDonald's, a billion served or mm-hmm. whatever they're at at this point, the little ticker. 
surely they have some gluten-free stuff worked out since it's like, you know, a percent of the population, which they care about. Mm-hmm. Nope. Fuck me. I guess. Yeah. McDonald's doesn't give a wet shit, which is what I'm going to have. They don't need you, Luke. (laughs) They do not. Which is hilarious because Chick-fil-A, the modern racist version of Cracker Barrel, (laughs) um, has gluten-free options. Yeah. Well, they need you. They need me, I guess. See, because they did the racism. And so they're like, well, we got to sucker in these celiac fuckers. Yeah. Uh, But McDonald's, they're big enough that they don't have to care. Yeah. Also, I want to clarify before we get sued. I don't think Chick-fil-A is racist. I do think they're transphobic and homophobic. Mm. Uh, I think they're probably racist. Which is, I mean, I can't confirm it, but we can confirm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whereas Cracker Barrel, uh, as we've talked about, is the Paula Deen of restaurants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So outwardly blatantly racist yeah they got a bunch of jim crow shit up on their walls so (laughs) anyway Um, yeah i see i can't follow you with mcdonald's because i love a mcdonald's biscuit their stuff is it's designed to be palatable yeah their biscuits and hash browns are good and they're cheap as hell so sure yeah, I so I'm really sad to lose McDonald's. I just wish it wasn't such a big middle finger to me. Yeah. Uh, that they, they do not give a shit about gluten free. Yeah, that is that is sad. Um do we wanna talk about uh Jaden Smith? Yes we do. Oh my god. Because okay. he's the worst part of this movie. So I accidentally looked up some reviews for this movie. Uh-oh. Saw some reviews before I watched it. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. Wasn't spoiled on anything. Okay. Other than everybody said, literally every review was like, this was a great movie, except for this fucking kid. Uh, Jaden Smith ruins the movie, is what somebody said. Not wrong. They're not wrong. I thought, surely <laughs> it'll be fine. They're just overreacting. Yeah, surely nope. that's hyperbolic. Mm-mm. It's it's <laughs> underbolic. Hypobolic. Hypobolic of them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, fuck me running, man. I wish Klaatu, uh, which is uh, Keanu Reeves, um, had crushed Jaden Smith with the car like he did the cop. Yeah. Here's, because folks at home, you're probably thinking, this kid can't be that bad. Yeah, he can. He can. (laughs) And the reason is... The entire movie, literally, he finds out there's aliens. One, he's a whiny little shit. Yeah. To begin with. Which, um, we can give him some grace. His dad died fairly recently. True. And he's stuck with his stepmom, who he doesn't seem terribly close with. I do understand that's a challenging situation for a child. Yeah, but... However... To quote uh, Skeet Ulrich from Scream, talking to Neve Campbell, he, you know, this death occurred like a year ago. <laughs> so you should just aren't you gonna get over it and have sex with me that doesn't apply to this situation mo- but. i thought it was a few months prior uh in this movie or in scream in uh in this movie in this movie it was like a year ago she says oh, okay which is the same in scream her True. mom is brutalized yeah. and killed uh like a year before mm-hmm. uh which is a great way to ask someone to have sex with you is to mm-hmm. bring up that they should get over their mother's horrific their death. dead mom. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so this kid calls the cops on Keanu. Uh, so that's glazing over the fact that he finds out they're aliens and his response 20 times out of 10 is kill him. Kill him. Yeah, immediately he's like, we should kill him. Like, he meets Keanu... Mm-hmm. figures out he's an alien and even then his first reaction is yeah we should kill this guy yeah this kid's a little fucking psychopath because yeah. he's like oh you're the alien huh we should kill you we should murder you and uh, he's like well hold on and he's like no we should fucking murk your ass yeah and so throughout the whole movie he's running around they're doing stuff and the entire time he's like why are we helping him we shouldn't be helping him we he's should one kill of him we should kill him I, we're not overstating it. He says they should kill this alien a lot. A lot. Until he suddenly reverses course 
at like the 85% mark in this movie. Yeah. He he watches his mom get snatched away by like a fucking like CIA team. Yeah. Uh after he calls the cops on Klaatu. Mm-hmm. And then he like traipses around the woods with Klaatu and is still saying, like, we should fucking kill you. <laughs> And then Keanu saves him from falling into a river, and he's still like, I don't know, kind of fuck you, though. Yeah. And then Keanu turns a phone on for him so that he can call his mom, and then he's like, I don't know, this guy's okay. Yeah. Yeah, fuck this kid, man. And again, it doesn't help. If he were like... One of the kids from Stranger Things and, like, mm-hmm. a little bit more relatable, I guess. Or just sure. Not. And I don't know if this is the directing or the writing or just Jaden Smith. Um, he's just so one note. He's one note and it's deeply unrelatable. Yeah. Plus, again, he's a total fucking scrub when it comes to World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, what a goddamn <laughs> noob. Like, I'm not what big on gatekeeping, but, like, get the fuck out of here, kid. You think this kid's going to be raiding successfully? No. Yeah, This not kid even. would be lucky to Leroy Jenkins a raid. Yeah, he's still level one, and he's been playing for 117 hours. Yeah, and somehow he made it to where the Naga are, which, like, yeah. how the fuck did you do that? You're level one. You're level one, which is incredible, because that's how they get you. You level up the first couple times in, like, seconds. Oh, yeah, it's so fast. You kill a couple couple gnolls some kobolds yeah you're level five just like that yeah no 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 no. he's still level one somehow but he made it all the way down to the naga place which i Mm -hmm. think is near stranglethorn vale yeah um hate that i know that yeah which Uh, is weird i've played sam i've played (laughs) so much more wow than you and Hearthstone, and I am in awe of what you remember <laughs> from our brief playthrough where we went from uh, 1 all the way to 60 because we fucking could. Yeah, I mean, the you level forget cap that at the time was like 80 or 90, but don't... Then I yeah. played it uh, when it first came out. Yeah. Oh, I did too, on yeah. dial-up. Yeah, Jesus. Back in the day, we, I had to play WoW in between phone calls. Mm-hmm. Watching just a series of, I assume, photographs. As you mm-hmm. explored the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, but, and here's the wild thing. You gain XP by entering new areas. Yeah. So how is he still level one if he's all the way down in Stranglethorn Vale? That's several zones away. He sucks that hard at World Because Stranglethorn is a PvE zone, or PvP zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's everybody. That's mm-hmm. that's deep. You gotta be level twenty at least. At least by the time you get there. Yeah. And he's there's level one. Fucking noob. Get out of here. Fucking noob. Fucking Lo- scrub. Uninstall the game, Jaden. Yeah. Force quit. Uninstall. Yeah. Um. I do want to talk about. Or are, are we done talking about Jaden? I think so. I just want one final review here. Sure. this character do you think this character ruins what is otherwise a pretty enjoyable movie i don't think he ruins it yeah because i, I think to say that he ruins it would imply that it's not a good movie anymore and okay. i still genuinely enjoyed it yeah um, we we have been ragging on this thing quite a bit mm-hmm. but it's out of love yeah you know I, he does mar it yeah in a big way that's he, a good word he maims the film yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, okay. So, I want to talk about Keanu. Okay. Because, Luke, I don't know if you clocked it, but I sure as shit did. We once again have a Keanu-covered thick, slippery goo. Yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't bring this up. <laughs> How could I not? He sat there, covered in thick, slippery goo, in stark nothing, mm-hmm. just curled up like a baby. He's kind of pod baby Keanu all over again. Yeah. Like, totally shorn, covered in that thick, slippery goo. 
Do you think when they were starting to like shave off his body hair, they're like, you know what you're getting into, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I've been, I've been up. <laughs> I've been babies. here before, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of wonder if he insisted. If they were like, yeah, we'll just kind of have you like, kind of curled up, uh, and he's like, you want to get some goo on me, something can thick you, and slippery? Can you goop me like it's a Nickelodeon awards show? Yeah, can you slime me up real nice? Yeah, can um, you slime me? And they're like, well, we won't necessarily need to. I'm sure that's uncomfortable. And he's like, well, I actually have this industrial barrel full of lubricant left over from the Matrix. I'm happy to bring it in. You can can lube me up in that thick, slippery goo. Yeah. Um, I got this barrel that I took as a souvenir from the Matrix because my favorite part was (laughs) being in a pod full of lubricant and Mm -hmm. having to, like, be birthed out of it. Yeah, so you want to do that with me? And they're like, we don't have to. And he's like, actually, it's in my contract. Yeah, thick, slippery goo is now in every single one of my contracts. Mm -hmm. And they're like, ah, fuck, okay. Yeah, even in movies where it doesn't make sense. John Wick, a movie that may or may not exist. Mm -hmm. uh, Thick, slippery goo. Yeah, they goop him up real good. At the hotel, it's in his bathtub. Uh, Yeah, he submerges in that thick, slippery goo, and then he shaves all his hair off. Yeah. So he's just this smooth, slickened creature. Mm-hmm. Um, I ju- it was such a powerful image, and we do see more of his butt. True. Uh, so, you know, enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but no. I, so one thing that I do actually remember from the movie, like when it came out, because I didn't see it, but I remember a lot of the talk around it was that like Keanu doesn't act. Yeah. I remember this is kind of when that conversation started of like, he doesn't act, he just is flat. And it's like, yeah, he's playing a fucking alien. Yeah. I think it works. I, yeah. It wasn't taken out by the fact that, I mean, it's a fair point. He's not given monologues. No. He's not chewing up the scenery. But he doesn't, he's an alien. He's an alien. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't work the same way as us. Nobody is showing up to the movie Arrival and is like, I don't know. I wasn't rizzed up by these aliens as they were slapping their tentacles on the glass wall. Yeah. Yeah, because here's the deal. If he had gone, what would Shatner do, right? Oh. Shatner would have been like, my name is Klaatu. I'm an alien from outer space. But he would have been weird and horny about it. It would have been weird and horny and like he would have talked differently or something. Mm -hmm. Instead... Counters just in a nice suit. This is basically Constantine. Yeah. If Constantine were just sort of, he spoke in like monosyllabic kind of phrases and was was really flat. It In some ways it feels like they told Keanu, play Agent Smith, but with fewer words. Fewer words and, you know, all the cool intonation mm-hmm. that Hugo Weaving put into that? Um, Remove none of that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be a be a robot like uh, Hugo Weaving was, mm-hmm. uh, and wear a nice suit. Yeah, just wear a suit that you stole from a guy with a polygraph machine, mm-hmm. uh, and it fits perfectly, which mm-hmm. is amazing. What a are the odds? Forty two long. That? Yeah, forty two long. No mm-hmm. idea about what the inseam is like. Oh, would love to know the inseam. Because <laughs> 42 long is just the jacket. It's yeah. just a jacket size, right? Yeah. So what's going on with those pants? I They fit perfectly. It so. is. Actually, I hadn't thought about it. It is weird that he only asks about the jacket size and not like the shirt or the pants. Yeah. Because he could have been swimming in those fucking pants. Yeah, he could have looked like, uh, like MC Hammer. Yeah, it's um, like, well, I got the same shoulders and arms as you, but the legs, totally different. The trunk, we have very different trunks. Yeah. Yeah, man. But it works out. Uh, it does. And that's what was most uh, critical in this movie, is that Keanu gets a nice suit. Yes. Uh, and then he eats a tuna salad sandwich yep. from an unrefrigerated vending machine. In Penn Station. In Penn Station, which should have killed him on the spot. Should have killed him on the spot. Also, I like to think that he's an alien, so he hasn't experienced human cuisine before, but he's into this body mm-hmm. that craves nutrients. 
So he goes, well, one, he picked it. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of other stuff in there. And he goes, no, I want that. I want D4, Mm -hmm. the unrefrigerated tuna salad sandwich. That has been there for God knows how long. God knows how long. Probably since the Reagan administration. Mm -hmm. Um, He eats it. This is his first bite of human food. (laughs) And it is, I think we can all agree, categorically the worst thing you could eat. There's... There's nothing worse. And so I like to think he decided to kill humanity right then. <laughs> he said anyone that makes this should should be totally wiped off their planet. Yeah, this is rancid. <laughs> um, the other thing that I like about this is that people are like, there's a guy in the in Penn Station that steals like a ticket from another guy and they're having mm-hmm. an altercation. And the other guy, one of the guys has a heart attack. I guess. I guess. He just falls over and he's not doing great. Um, Keanu Reeves the entire time just eating the sandwich. Yeah, this guy is basically like pawing at Keanu's legs, begging for help. And Keanu's just chowing down on a sandwich, even though he's got a... Wait, no, he doesn't have the Vaseline by that point. Yeah, he doesn't have it. So he can't help, but... uh, And then doesn't he shortly thereafter, like, have a bit of, like, an episode... He gets all, like, dizzy and shit and starts bleeding. Keanu? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's probably the tuna salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> bleeding from all orifices, feeling mm-hmm. dizzy. Uh, you may experience some vomiting, some nausea, some diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out, he's just an eco-terrorist. Yeah, that's a good point. That's kind of all he is, is an eco-terrorist. Yeah. Um, with much more powerful weapons. Because uh, his whole thing is like, you're destroying the planet. It's not... you. That's my other kind of favorite thing, is that they're like, yeah, this is our planet. And he goes, no, it ain't. Yeah. This isn't your planet. And they're like, are you here to help us? And he's like, I'm here to save Earth. And they go cool and it's like no no he worded that very carefully yeah he talked to some lawyers ahead of time (laughs) and they coached him on what exactly to say so when this thing goes to trial uh there's you know he's got plausible deniability yeah yeah it's really precise shit um but yeah eco-terrorist that's an interesting angle on this it's also hard to disagree with it yeah. Because he says, kind of is. you know, humans are destroying the planet, which is home to a lot of life. Yeah. And they're the only ones ruining it. And I think I think you could wipe, maybe watch this in 2008 go, I don't know about that, Klaatu. I, my guy, the other day, yesterday, last night, I watched a video from NPR that says that allergy season is getting longer and plants are releasing more pollen because hmm. of climate change. And yeah, you should fucking kill us, Klaatu. Yeah. We well, had not our only chance that, and we, we gave had, up on it. So we've talked before on the podcast about how people are inventing new words mm-hmm. uh, for weather phenomena. Or at least yeah. I've never heard these before until 2023. Just the other day we had what they, I believe was called a microburst. Um, yeah, yeah, a rip bunkus. A rip, a, yeah, a, a gronkle. A gronkle. We, we had a gronkle. A flash through. gronkle. A flash gronkle, which is apparently in a, in a storm so intense that it can destroy trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, blow over trees. And it's concentrated in about two and a half miles, like a radius of about two and a half miles. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's a thing now. Mm-hmm. I am increasingly terrified of what's happening to our planet. Yeah. And again, we need a Klaatu to come down, steal a bunch of our animals, and then wipe us off the face of the planet. Which I like that. So there's a bit in the movie about how there's a bunch of spheres all over the world that apparently are like an arc taking Mm -hmm. animals. Yeah. Um, And I like that the only one that we see is a sphere full of squids and octopuses. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one that we see that, like, has anything in it. Yeah. Um, which, let them have it, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm not arguing that. Yeah. 
I just like to think that all the other pods were also full of squid and octopi. I think I'd be okay with them inheriting the planet. Yes, they're smart. They're, they're so smart. They don't uh, have skeletons. Mm-hmm. They just squish. They just squish everywhere. Yeah. F- fucking let them have it. Let them have yeah. it now. Fuck us. We should yeah. be driven into the sea and let the yeah. octa- oct- oct- octopods take over. The octopodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, for sure. But yeah, I... I just... I stand him. Klaatu? I stand Klaatu. He kills yeah. a cop. Great. I, I don't know how much I should be talking about how much I I support his destruction of a cop. Yeah. But whatever. Um, He's a Jersey cop, so he's like worse than a typical one, which is saying something. Um... And he he's an eco terrorist. I I shouldn't. I'm getting on a list with this episode. This episode in particular, which is hilarious, because the last movie we watched mm-hmm. was about corrupt cops. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and this one is about aliens. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I also thought uh, I. I guess it surprised me that he knows our math. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the kind of a theory is that math is universal. Would it be so. though? Yeah, I think it would be. I mean, well, but they they wouldn't use the same variables. No, but if he understands our language, true. Yeah. Which I think back home on his planet, uh, Blixor Five. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean they have like Duolingo for English? <laughs> And he speaks Mandarin at one point, too. Has he been like, oh, I'm on a, like, 587-day streak with my English? Yeah, that's what he was doing on the trip over. Because um, he, they say his craft is traveling at three times uh, ten to the seventh meters per second. Yeah. And I looked this up. Yeah. It is 67,108,088.8 miles per hour. Jesus Christ. Well, that's fast. But not really for space. No, not for space. Because, like, Mars is something like 260-something million miles away. Yeah. So that's, what, three hours to get to Mars? No, yeah. like four or five hours? Yeah, something like that. That's that's a short distance, space-wise. And oh, in space, that's that's an incredibly short distance. He's coming from another galaxy. Yeah. Got to I, be. I assume that, you know, when you're traveling between galaxies, you have it in fifth gear. And this mm-hmm. is like when you're uh, in an automatic car, you're just like in drive and you just sort of take your foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just, I got just creeping, you know? So so he's, he's, so I've been playing a lot of Starfield. Mm-hmm. He used the grav drive to, to get to our solar system. And then he's just using his ship's normal thrusters yes. within the solar system. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, still pretty a, slow. Still pretty slow, but you do a controlled burn. You just want to coast in, listen to some Margaritaville. Yeah. Uh, drink a pina colada or two while you're sort of, you know, you're underway to make first contact. That's you got to be in the right headspace for that. Yeah. Also, uh, rip Margaritaville. Uh, yeah. Big, big up to old Jimmy Buffett. Pretty Pour sad. Yeah. Pretty sad to lose Jimmy Buffett. Pour out a Bud Light Lime in his honor. And a margarita. And a margarita. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, the the actual robot's name is Gort. Um, okay. But I have half of the acronym for Squirt. Okay. <laughs> and I, I need help with the rest. Sure. Okay, so subject of questionable or unknown intergalactic. I'm stuck on R&T. Can you give it to me one more time? Subject. Of questionable or unknown intergalactic. Intergalactic. Um, I have regional reference. I don't think those work. Um, relative triangularity. Perfect. Relative triangularity. Uh, yeah, that's him. He's a subject of questionable or unknown intergalactic uh, relative triangularity. Yeah. Perfect. Nailed it. 
Also, I want to point out that his name is Gort because Gort. the military decides that he needs to be named Gort. Yeah, and it it does stand for something. It's like a giant organism ripping thongs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what it stands for. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. Um I I will say uh the movie is kind of accurate in that the dumbest worst people are in charge. Yeah. Cuz that does that does feel pretty accurate for And there's a bunch of scientists screaming Please don't do property this. in Minnesota. Climate change is going to get worse. Everything's bad. Please mm-hmm. don't do this to this alien. And much like in real life, uh they've gone uh unanswered and yeah. unheeded. So um it's sort of a parting thought. Uh I for the first and God willing last time, I'm going to say John Cleese had a point. Yeah, our old guy. Well, John Cleese is full of great ideas about Brexit and race mm-hmm. and uh, women's equality. We all know this and, about and John political Cleese. correctness and political correctness. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. But for once, Nobel laureate John Cleese. <laughs> Um, in this movie who plays a, uh, well, exactly himself, a Nobel laureate, mm-hmm. um, has some great points. Yeah. Cause he's like, so, uh, how, how'd y'all work out claw two? And he was like, well, our son was about to blow up and we adapted. Yeah. And he goes, okay, so what are you doing with us? And he's like, well, you're about to destroy your planet. So we're going to kill you. And John Cleese goes, well, hold up now. <laughs> why won't you give us a chance to change like you got the chance to change and cloud two's like mm, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah for half a second uh or not half a second for like 15 minutes in this movie after that interaction he does seem pretty on the fence about it he's yeah, like he's like i I think I am still going to eco-terrorist you, though. I think uh, this is still going to go down the way I planned. Yeah, even though I have uh, a a level of knowledge that would help you all fix this problem. Yeah, I got um, CO2 suckers. It's like, so I just had my house, like, air-dried. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ServPro, because of our, our big, big basement flood that's not poo-poo water. Not poo-poo water. Yeah, I got industrial-sized fans in the back of the sphere that just suck CO2 out of the atmosphere. We could sort you out in about two hours. Yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good, but now nah, I think I think you just wind up back here again. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you got any parting thoughts? Uh, only that another product placement in this movie is a Honda Honda Hybrid. Ah, uh, uh, Honda Hybrid. You know they make a good one. They make a good one. So. That's it. Well, um, as I uh, look up what movie we're watching, uh, which at next this week, point is just a tradition that you don't yeah. have it open ahead of time. Yeah, uh, I will say, uh, Squirt does take out Giant Stadium, which is really just doing everyone a favor. That's doing. I did think the same fucking thing, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> uh, so let me make sure that he is in this. Um. Because I, I think it was iffy if he's actually in this or not. Because uh, he's pretty far down in the cast list. Mm, that doesn't bode well. It does not bode well. Let's see. So, at least for right now, we're going to say that next week we will be watching The Private Lives of Pippa Lee. Okay. Um, the 2008 film? Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 2009 film. Mm. Uh, the Private Lives of Pippa Lee. Uh, you want to guess what it's about? Yeah. Uh, Pippa Lee is a, uh, is a, not gnome de plume, it's a name assigned to agents. Mm. within the cia and there's many of them Mm. and this is about what they get up to in their off hours 
when they're not actively spying and confusing the system by all having the same name. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I think The Secret Lives of Pippa Lee is a story about Keanu Reeves is named Pippa Lee, and he has several secret families, and he's juggling it, and it's kind of a dramedy. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's like Modern Family, but if there were seven other families. Mm-hmm. And they don't know about each other. And they don't know about each other. Yeah. yeah. You can watch it on Bravo coming this fall mm. uh, <laughs> alongside Extreme Sisters. Uh, and just in case, I'm going to hedge our bets here. If, if it's not this one, it will be 2010's Henry's Crime, which was, okay. I'm just going to say, pooping in a mailbox. Yeah, and then hitting that mailbox with a baseball bat at speed. <laughs> Federal crime. Yeah. Uh, well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can send us an email at Hanksy Panksy Pod at gmail.com. We're over on Blue Sky uh, at Hanksy Panksy, I believe. Uh, we don't have Twitter because Elon Musk hates Jews. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. We've got a lot of fun stuff over there. We're uh, catching up on some of our exclusive episodes. And uh, you check us enough money, you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Tuck and Daniel. And fellas, I would try to protect you from Squirt. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It's yelled out of a pickup truck after dropping off Jaden Smith and Keanu Reeves. And mm-hmm. it is... Woo! Into the world, baby. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh shit! Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh, Otter Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 2009's The Secret Lives of Pippa Lee. No, Private Lives. Fuck. Fuck. Whatever.